I'm your host, Hayden Gibson, along with my co-host, Jared Chastain. This is the County Fantasy Sports on WBLZ Sports. We've got balls. That's the motto around here. Buying the t-shirt, 15 bucks, you can join the movement. I highly recommend joining it. This show's airing on Friday, along with a full slate of other shows. 24 hours of shows, to be exact. They're run from 1 a.m. this, what would be this morning, Friday. Your time, we're recording on Wednesday. But 1 a.m. all the way till midnight. That's awesome. Yep. So, be sure to check out the other shows. The Rude Dog Show, we've mentioned his show before. The Morning Rant, mentioned that one before as well. And a few that start after us, so if you'll just stay tuned in after our show concludes, you'll hear Fantasy Football Geekly. Sounds pretty interesting. Stick around. Check it out. But Jared... We forgot to mention some big news. Your accomplishment on the Fantasy Life app. Tell the people about it. <laughs> Verified. <laughs> Got the blue Google check. Me, I'm famous. <laughs> no, it's, a, it's an honor. The, it's awesome. The blue check. But today we are cramming the week three preview into an hour long show. So let's jump right into it with the Cardinals at the Bills. I'm feeling a big game for DJ after getting called out by Bruce Arians. Yeah, I mean, that's. Bound to happen. I've got him ranked at number two right now two. among run, running backs. I'm at four. Four? Yeah. Still, top five option should yeah, finish there. Easy. It's unanimous at this point, I think. Mm-hmm. And from what we've seen of this Bills defense on Thursday, last Thursday, Palmer and these receivers may have a big game. Yeah, somebody's going to hit. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the Cardinals don't really play that well whenever they play in the Eastern time zone. And, in fact, since 2013, Larry Fitzgerald has played a total of eight games in the Eastern time zone, and that's including playoffs. In those eight games, he averages only 56 receiving yards. Wow. And if you look back to last season when Fitz didn't really perform, who was there? Michael Floyd. Michael Floyd. Yeah. So I am calling for a uh, what people might call a coming out party for Michael Floyd this year. Hey, I, I hope it happens. Yeah. I'm, I like – John Brown in this game, I think that he has potential to have a nice day. You know, the the receivers for the Jets were just running all over the field, yeah. really uncovered. This Bills team looks like a disaster right now with firing the offensive coordinator. Rex Ryan and his brother, Rob Ryan, my dad, whenever we were watching or talking about this game, he was like, man, I did not expect that to be a shootout, but I forgot that Rob Ryan was coaching – in Buffalo, that's a Rob Ryan defense. Of course, they're yep. <laughs> going to give up a ton of points. I was like, you know what? You're exactly right. Yeah. Take advantage of this matchup this week's. Feel confident starting John Brown. I know he's been awful so far. No other way to put it, but I hope he gets it together for this game. Now, the Bills offense, they could be in for a rough matchup this week if this Cardinals defense is playing like it did last week. Yeah. Oh, Definitely. Yeah. I don't feel good about starting any Buffalo player this Mm-mm. week at all. I have Leishon as a top 20 running back, but as a, to be real, that's merely out of respect. Yeah. He could easily finish outside the top 30, given mm-hmm. the matchup and given the quality of this offense. Mm-hmm. McCoy's the only player that I would want any piece of in this matchup. Watkins is definitely not healthy, so want no part of him and – if they're going to match up Peterson with Watkins and Watkins not that's just, 100%, that's, that's just not, not fair. fair. Yeah, yeah, it's being a bully. Yeah, not, <laughs> not fair at all. 
So I'm forgoing any card or not cardinal, any bill not named McCoy. If I have to start McCoy, I'll start him. Luckily, I don't have him in any league, so awesome. <laughs> but moving right on to a big game, the Raiders at the Titans. Yes. <laughs> You're going to start your Raiders that you normally start. Amari, if you drafted Derek Carr to be your starter without a backup, you're starting Derek Carr. But, man, if this Titans defense comes out and plays like they've been playing, they might be legit because they've given up one offensive touchdown this year. Hmm. Titans might be for real, man, with the defense. <laughs> I want to believe that, but I've bought in so many years. <laughs> Just after, off the first couple of weeks, like, all right, Titans are, yeah, they start off 1-0, and and then they lose next. All right, well, you know, they're 1-1, one one, but they're, they're going they're going places. Yeah. They're going to do things. I'm thinking – a 500 season, and then they end up going 2-14. and 14. <laughs> So I'm not exactly buying what you're saying. I, I do like the stat that they've only given up one touchdown while playing defense, but I don't think that continues this week. <laughs> this might just be a gut feeling based on my personal history with the Titans, but I'm calling for Amari Cooper to be a top five wide receiver this really? week. Really? Yeah. I, I think he gets lit up, force-fed. He'll find the end zone at least once. I Maybe a big play coming out of him. So – that's just me. If people don't want to believe that, then you know you're more than welcome to. Based on what he's saying, he's giving facts. I'm giving gut feeling right here. But I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking it might be a tough one for him. I think uh, Latavius Murray has a good shot to have a solid day if they feed him the ball. Yeah. Which eight carries is not good enough. Nah, eight, especially when you're two guys behind you're getting mm-hmm. seven and six. Yeah, very true. So you got to start your Raiders though. Titans on paper awesome matchup to have if you're just looking at the schedule demarco murray i've got him as a top 10 back this week. i'm at 14 so i can't really blame you for that but just from what i've seen the volume very involved in the passing game yeah that, that's the deal breaker really the passing yeah. game but other than that delaney walker high end tight end one love him in this matchup actually have him as my number one tight end really this week yeah nice want to do it nice i like that <laughs> I like that. Your boy, Sharp, Tajay Sharp, he should be back on track. Yeah. Solid floor in PPR. Mm-hmm. You could probably label him as a low-end wide receiver two in PPR if you wanted to because he's going to catch seven balls probably. Mm-hmm. So I like him. Where you got him ranked? Have you got that far? I have him as a wide receiver three this week in standard, of course. Mm-hmm. And I, I have him at 29. So That's solid. Yeah. If you've got him, you can plug him in as flex and feel comfortable about it. Definitely. Moving on to the Browns at Dolphins. The Blunt ran wild against the Dolphins. Crowell can do the same. He can, and I think he will, to be quite honest. He can have a real solid game right here. So I kind of like him starting with confidence. This Dolphins team, they they're playing to their competition somehow. I don't I don't understand. <laughs> they played two really good teams on paper, but Seahawks were playing terrible. They should have Dolphins should have won that game yeah. to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. But they just found a way to give it to them, and then Patriots jumped all over the Dolphins last week, and then they come out of nowhere and make it a close game. Yeah. So, they're going to find a way to make this a close game with the Browns, I've got a feeling. So, start Crowell, he'll be fine. I expect Duke Johnson to start making improvements each week until he's that solid RB2 in PPR that we expected. Mm-hmm. So, be look, be on the lookout for him. If you can get him cheap, 
I would highly recommend going after him. I've been able to pick him up off waiver wires in some wow. leagues. Some people have just cut ties with him. Mm-hmm. Didn't well. understand that. But, hey, I benefited from it, so I'm not going to complain. I'm interested to see how these receivers do with who's Cody Kessler. Cody Kessler. See how they do with him under center now, especially Barnkowski, who I thought would rebound with McCown under center, but that was kind of nope. <laughs> weird. It didn't happen. So let's see what they do with Kessler under center. Don't want to start any of them, any pass catchers. I want to stick to the running backs if I can. You want to start Corey Coleman? No. That's on the week he had last week? No. I don't. I can't really blame you. It's just brand new quarterback. I don't know how the team's going to work with a brand new quarterback under center. Yeah. If we would have seen Kessler come in and maybe have some kind of chemistry with receivers and actually seen it in person, mm-hmm. then I could probably buy into a Corey Coleman or somebody like that, but... I've got to see it one time. So give me the safer players, the running backs, who basically carry this team anyway. That's fair. Now Tannehill, I think he's a solid start this week. I do too, surprisingly. I mean, if he keeps on performing in junk time, (laughs) which hopefully they're not in junk time playing from behind in this one, which I didn't think the Ravens would be either, but it's wrong there. Here's the big question in this matchup. Can you start Jay Ajayi with confidence no, this week? No, I can't. I mean, can't you see it. you see the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. It's a good matchup, but we've just not seen Ajayi put it together uh-huh. yet. I have him as my 30th ranked running back this week. I think that's fair. So, I mean, flex, I could start him, but it's one of those I won't feel good about. Mm-hmm. Now, some players that you will feel real good about are Jarvis Landry. Definitely going to get the volume. And maybe even Devontae Parker. Yeah, he from put, what we've seen. did a little uh, number on New England last week. Mm-hmm. So, I think Landry's the top 12 play this week, as a matter of fact, in wide receivers. I think he can be. Now, I like Joe Hayden a lot up in Cleveland, but Landry's going to get volume. Yeah. It doesn't matter who's guarding him. So, you're going to have to start him no matter what. But he could definitely be a really good wide receiver for week three. You buying into the Jordan Cameron show? Not right yet. Yeah, I'm not either. <laughs> I'm in the 20s this week in my tight end rankings. I'm sure that whoever drafted him cut ties with him after week one because <laughs> oh, you yeah. didn't really spend much of a draft pick on him anyway. Mm-mm. But I would like to see a few weeks of Jordan Cameron performing like this like he did against the Patriots, and then start, you know, hey, I'm wicked tight end. Okay, let's plug him in. But right now, nah. Yeah, that's reasonable. I don't want anything to do with him right now either. Ravens at Jaguars. I want no part of this Ravens backfield, once no. again. <laughs> Not at all. Now, Rivers destroyed the Jags defense last week. As bad as I hate to say it, I think Joe Flacco can put – River light numbers up, like, not four touchdowns. Not going to happen, I don't think. But maybe two or three and probably 300 yards passing. River's only three for 220, though. Yeah, but that game got way out of hand real quick. (laughs) Oh, that is fair. (laughs) Flacco, solid start this week if you actually have him on your team. He won't be on any of my teams. 
Now, Dennis Pitta, if he gets the same amount of look as, looks as he got last week, solid tight end one going forward. Yeah. Got to view him as that. Could probably give him a weekly starter label. You just start him and forget him. Don't – if you've got two tight ends and Dennis Pitta's one of them, you could probably cut ties with the other one and just start hmm. Pitta going Saying forward. Saying that this early. Yeah. Wow. Okay. If he if he shows me what we've been seeing so far, I'm perfectly fine with Pitta because he used to do it years ago. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was solid. <laughs> just a couple of injuries, and then it looks like he's getting back on – on par with what he was doing back then, so I'm comfortable with him. What do you think of Mike Wallace this week? I, I, I don't know. I don't want to own him, but if you own him and you start him, I guess I can't really blame you for it. No. But, I mean, I wouldn't make him a wide receiver one or two. I mean, no. Maybe a flex. That's about as far as I go. Because, I mean, it, it seems like it's going to be a case of riding the hand while it's hot. Yep. I think it's... I think he's going to cool off a little this week. I hope so, because I hate being proven wrong by Mike Wallace. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. <laughs> Moving on to the Jags. Bortles should be st- solid. I'm sure people drafted him as a starter. Plug him in. You're fine. I'm hoping Ivory returns to see if this running game is going to be worth owning at all yeah. this year. And if he does return, I want no part of it. <laughs> I don't want Ivory or Yeldon in my lineups. They'll all be probably below 30 if I had to guess in my rankings. Yeah. I think I have Ivory. Let me see. Yeah, I have Ivory at 29 and Yeldon a ways below that as based on if Ivory does come back and it's the two down back. I've got Ivory at 31 and Yeldon at, where'd he go? 35. Okay. Yeah. That's, I'm assuming that Ivory plays. He returned to practice today. I That's great. That. So, assuming he plays, A Rob's got to have a bounce back game, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Got to, got to. If he doesn't, throw out offers like crazy. Try getting him because yeah. he's it's going to happen sooner or later. It's got to. Allen Hearns should be solid. He's that seventy yard guy or a touchdown each week. So, feel good with him in your flex or wide receiver too. If you waited at wide receiver, you should be fine. I also like Julius Thomas in this one. Yeah, I, I do too. I have him at six this week in my tight end rankings. I haven't done my tight end rankings yet. No. I've got stuck at wide receiver at about 40. I don't know what to do after that point. So, <laughs> still trying to construct those. That's when you do the tight ends, man. You just need something else. <laughs> but I'm really liking Julius Thomas this week. I, daily play. I don't know how much he's going to cost this week. Probably pretty cheap if I had to cheap. guess. He's usually not expensive. He'll probably be in my, one of, at least one of my daily lineups, which don't get daily advice from me after last week. Jeez. <laughs> that was terrible. Yeah, I had a horrible daily week last week. <laughs> Lines at Packers. It's time to see if really both of these offenses can get on, back on track after struggling last week. I like Theo Riddick in this matchup. Mm-hmm. Amir Abdullah was placed on the IR today. Yep. I don't know if that is designated to return or if that season in, ending. I want to say designated to return. Not 100%, though. But guy like Theo in this matchup, I think he's a solid running back, too, this week. 
great great play in PPR leagues. I think Stafford's going to complete a lot of balls, so expect Marvin Jones to continue his nice start to the season. And it'll be interesting to see if Golden Tate is able to get back on track because last week was bad. Yeah, and if he can't this week, then it kind of makes you think about it. You know, mm-hmm. is he worth holding on to? You know, I mean, you wouldn't drop try, him. Try league. getting ready yeah, of selling. Definitely. Gotcha. Because in a game like this, points should be scored. Mm-hmm. Receivers should be involved on both ends. Yep. Uh Dwayne Washington, what do you think about him this week? Yeah, um, like you said, Abdullah went to the IR, and I necessarily don't think that Theo Riddick's going to become a three-down workhorse. I think he might see an increase in carries, but nothing you know, is just going to blow you away. I think Washington can come away with a fair amount of carries, and also he's going to get that you know inside-the-five work whenever they're under center. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't surprise me if he put up decent numbers. I had him at 32 this week in my running backs. I think that's fair. I th- I think I'll end up with him there. I've got him around 40, but that's my initial put them all together, put them in a list, and see what I see if I want to make any changes. And mm-hmm. he's one of the names that stick out to me as a guy that I can move up in my rankings. Ebron, start him with confidence this week. He should be solid. No, no argument against Ebron this week. Now, the Packers offense, you've got to start them. If you've got any of these guys that are starters, Eddie Lacy, Jordy Nelson, which Jordy Nelson was the lone bright spot of the offense, Aaron Rodgers and Randall Cobb, those are your main starters. You've got to start those guys. Mm -hmm. Hopefully they get it clicking, but if not, this might be a long season. Yeah, definitely, and I own both. Rodgers and Nelson in the county league, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> they they deserve to get knocked down in the rankings just a tad bit, just for their recent performance. But hopefully they get put back together. Broncos at Bengals. I like C.J. Anderson as a solid play this week. I think he'll be around the five spot. I'm not exactly sure where exactly I've got him. I can look it up real quick, but... Running back one going forward for me. I expressed that in the last episode. I've got him at six right now. Nice. I have him at eight. Which I I like him. He's the offense seems to run through him at this point. He's like the key to the offense. Great Uh, way to put it. Demarius, he should have a solid day, especially after what we seen last week. Mm -hmm. So thumbs up for Demarius. I hope. Emmanuel Sanders is able to show back up. He was real quiet last week. He was. Hopefully he gets back on track this week. So, anybody else? Virgil Green? Um, He suffered an injury. Did he? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be able to play or not. I think oh, it's man. A, something with his leg. It's nothing really major, but something that might keep him out this week. Gotcha. Gotcha. But all the Bengals go down the peg for me just <laughs> because of the matchup. Yeah. Don't really like playing against the Broncos. Geo, I think he can still be solid. PPR play, this Broncos defense is going to be after Andy Dalton. Yeah. Hopefully they work in some screens, stuff like that for Geo checkdowns, all that great stuff. AJ's going to have a tough day, more than likely. But I don't know because hey. they don't plan to shadow him. Because, I mean, Akeem Tlaib, he did an interview with Deion Sanders and – 
uh, he asked him about Shadow and he said, no, we don't do that. We just have a really good defense. Yeah. So, I mean, if he gets paired with Tlaib, I think Green can beat him on a deep ball. Yeah, I mean, Green has the ability to have a good day against a bad matchup. Yeah, I'll buy into A.J. Green this week. I have him at six. I mean, yeah, i am got him way up there in the top. I've got him at nine, so just knocked him down a little bit from you. Which I've got some names above him that you don't have. We'll get to that soon. <laughs> All right, I like it. A little surprises. But, tight end, are you going to roll the dice with your tight end again? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. CJ is on me, man. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not doing it. <laughs> That's tough. Has but, thoughts. I mean, I think he will be targeted a decent amount. And it's good to see back-to-back weeks him getting in zone targets. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe if. You know, you added him last week, and you just didn't get around to the waivers, and it's Sunday, and you're like, oh, shoot, what do I do? Well, I mean, guess you can start him. There's a chance if they get in the red zone, he will be targeted again. Fair point. Fair point. Jeremy Hill won't no part of Jeremy Hill in this game. No. Especially after his recent performance. It's (laughs) awful. He looks bad. Uh, Moving on to the Vikings at Panthers. Stephon Diggs is the only Panther, I mean, not Panther, only Viking I want this week i don't know i think i want some jack mckinnon in ppr really? at least at least ppr because you have to assume that carolina's going to have control of this game and minnesota's going to be playing from behind and mm-hmm. you know especially in ppr and running backs people just completely overlook the fact that usually when their teams are behind and it's late in the game and they just need to move the ball they just check it down to oh, the yeah. running back because secondaries are playing deep they don't mm-hmm. want to get beat by the uh, long ball so i mean they'll take you know three little check downs that come together for 30 yards. And in PPR, I think they can really add up. Yeah. Very true. In news that broke today, Wednesday, we're recording, Adrian Peterson going to miss a lot of time, three yeah. to four months. Yeah. Is that it? That's usually the minimum, but it can go as long as six. Torn meniscus. Don't expect to see him play in the fantasy season at all. Yeah. So you might as well just cut ties with him. To be honest, they mentioned a possible playoff appearance if they make the playoffs. That's why I've been reading. Hmm. Playoff comeback. We'll see. He might make a push towards like the fantasy championship weeks, I think, around 15 or 16, just because it's Adrian Peterson. He overcomes stuff quickly. But he's having surgery, elected to have surgery, so I would cut ties with him. (laughs) Anyway, Jarek McKinnon, Asiata. That's the question right now. Which one do you prefer? This week, I don't want either of them. I think it's a mess right now and a terrible matchup for both, really. So, I'm gonna, I've got McKinnon in a few leagues. Got him in the county. I'm set at running back if they ever play <laughs> to their potential. But he's going to ride my bench. I tried. I, I sent Slade a message, text. Hey, you, you interested in McKinnon? No, not really. Cool. <laughs> Dang, Won't even try. He tried to get all over that. Yeah, just lost Danny Woodhead and went zero running back. Don't have a running back, really. Yeah, I mean, is about to be irrelevant. He's yeah. got Geo and Hill. Yeah. Other than that. So, hey, I tried. I tried. And prior, just lost AP. I don't like anybody on his team, and I don't, I'd hate to send McKinnon and a throw-in for Brandon Marshall. <laughs> That's disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At least right now it's disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, very true. I think I'd be willing to give you T.J. Yeldon for McKinnon. 
Continuing on. <laughs> no love. Um, Cam, uh, do you want to mention Kyle Rudolph? Yeah, I, I think he'll benefit in this matchup just because AP's not there. And uh, that front's going to get to Sam Bradford. So and they're going to have to look at him. McDonald burnt this defense twice, dropped one of them, but scored a 75-yard touchdown. So could be something. Yeah, I think Rudolph's the top ten play this week. Really? Yeah. Wow. Definitely. Wow. I like it. Cam draws a tough matchup, but you're starting him regardless. Mm-hmm. He'll end up finishing near the top five rushing yards guy factor in his stuff big time. He's got a floor that's even above Blaine Gabbert's. <laughs> I mean, it's impressive. It's impressive. First time listeners are going to hear this and be like, what is this guy talking about? <laughs> Blaine Gabbert's got a floor like no other, man. He does. But Cam does have a better floor than Blaine Gabbert. You are correct. <laughs> but other than that, one, no part of the backfield right now. Everybody assumes that Fozzie Whitaker is the guy, mm-hmm. but I'm hearing rumblings of Cameron Artist Payne. I am too, but I, I'm kind of buying into Fozzie a little bit. I like Fozzie. Fozzie did very good last week, yep. but just this matchup and hearing all these rumors of Artist Payne possibly getting some work. Right. I don't think we see any clarity in this game, though. No, not at all. This is going to be a tough one. Tough one. <coughs> Olsen. Top four tight end. Start the guy. Now, the big one, the guy that I said that I had ranked ahead of A.J. Green, Kevin Benjamin. Yeah. I've got him at eight. It's a tough matchup, I know, but one thing that I noticed, I wanted to look back at this, but I watched a lot of this Carolina game and a lot of Sunday night game with the Vikings. The Vikings, they have a left corner and a right corner. And then Terrence Williams, is that his name? Not Terrence Williams. Um, used to be a cornerback for the Cowboys. Terrence Newman. Newman, yes. Terrence Newman, he was guarding slot, and he was getting destroyed. They weren't going after uh, Trey Williams and Rhodes. Xavier Rhodes. Yeah, they weren't throwing at them much. They took a couple of shots at Williams, but that kid is quick, and he can recover well. <laughs> And it just wasn't happening. But in the Panthers game, they used Benjamin in the slot a ton. Really? Yes. Hmm. Like he is a big, it's like having another tight end running down the seam. Right. So I like Benjamin in this matchup. I think that he can play very well against the Vikings, especially since it doesn't appear that they shadow at all. It's just left, right, Newman, you get the slot. Well, yeah. I guess by that logic, it makes sense. So, I'm at 14th. So, I, mean, I mean, yeah, he's solid play going forward, even though I don't think either of us was really big into him going into the season. <laughs> no, God, no. But moving on, Redskins at Giants. If you drafted Kirk Cousins as your starter, you're going to be fine. He should be all right against this Giants D, but this Giants D is very improved. Yeah, I'll give them credit. Talented. They played very well against mm-hmm. the Saints. They, they're really good run defense mm-hmm. under the radar. They rank fourth right now in rushing defense. So Matt Jones may have a rough day. His mm-hmm. value is going to depend on the touchdown, which Redskins could have some scoring opportunities. So flex 
I would be all right starting him in. Running back two, low end one, okay. But if you went zero running back, you're probably not going to be rewarded very much this week. Mm -mm. Jordan Reed, I hope that he sees more targets than last week. But he's my number one tight end right now. You said that you had Walker, and you're a Jordan Reed supporter, so that surprises me. I know. Uh, I have Olsen at two and Reed at three. Olsen at three? Yeah, you got to evolve, man. Okay. You just gotta. You can't have player goggles whenever you do rankings. Come find out. Because it it pains me to have you know Kelvin Benjamin in my top fifteen. And, <laughs> you know, there's another player that's highly ranked that we'll get to later. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you just got to take off the goggles and you know try to figure it out. Gotcha, Crowder. You mentioned him last episode. Yeah. Where you got him at? Uh, I think he's a wide receiver. Let me find him. Let me find him. Yeah, I have a high-end high wide receiver four this week, okay. which I think is fair given the matchup because, like you said, this uh, Giants defense is really good. Mm-hmm. I think in PPR he's flex-worthy this week. I would be kind of sketch, like sketched out about starting him as a flex in standard, mm-hmm. which I don't play in many standard leagues. But PPR, this guy, he looks the part. I mean, he did it last year, second half of the season, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So he's solid. Giants, I like the passing offense this week. Mm-hmm. I'd feel comfortable starting any of them. Even Victor Cruz, who I was not a big fan of. <laughs> Still not a big fan of him, but I'd feel comfortable starting him. Odell, Josh Norman, I heard that today that Josh Norman will follow Odell until he goes into the slot. He will not cover him if he's in the slot. You know what I would do if I was the Giants? Line them up in the slot. All Every game. single play. <laughs> Every yeah. play. But he does go in the slot quite often from what I've seen. So yeah. it would be nice to see this matchup again just without all the extra stuff. Yeah. But just <laughs> two guys. suspensions. <laughs> yeah. Two guys going head-to-head of their calibers. That would be awesome to see. But I don't think we're going to see it that much. Nah. And Sterling Shepard and... If he plays like he's been playing, they might not have to even look. At, they might line Odell Beckham up outside and be like, hey, we're going to pick apart this other corner <laughs> like everybody else has been doing. Yeah. But Jennings, i seen that he was injured. We didn't mention that. Is he? Yeah, i seen he had some kind of injury. Huh. I think he's questionable coming into the game. I'm not sure. Hmm. I want to check that out. with the amount of reps that yeah. Shane Green came away with yeah. last week. So you might want to, if in fact he is injured, I think I seen it on Twitter. I should have retweeted it so I'd have easy access to it. I couldn't find it after I left work today. But if he's injured, you need to monitor the status. Vereen owners, if Jennings is limited or is going to miss, Vereen's going to be valuable in this game. Yeah, might even be, could be valuable without any of that. But we've seen him get a lot of snaps, a lot more than we're used to. Yeah, last week definitely and it's disappointing because everybody in the preseason was buying into Paul Perkins being this guy yeah I know and he's been a healthy scratch I think yeah. he was last week yeah. so that's that stinks uh, Larry Donnell your number 5 tight end <laughs> he's not even in my top 25 <laughs> nice. uh, I might never put him in my top 25 unless he puts up 3 touchdowns the week before <laughs> yeah challenge extended let's see you catch 3 balls in the end zone <laughs> Uh, I'm going to have to tag him in the link. (laughs) (laughs) 
But yeah. I don't want anything to do with the Giants tight end. We'll tie either. No. Not at all. But before we move on to the next game, let's take a quick commercial break. Power bombs him, and Bill Eady asked at the time, "Was like, yeah, we're done. What in the hell did he just do to my partner?" Barry Parsons <laughs> like, "I'm I'm going to become Repo Man. I'm done being demolished." He power bombed him into a gimmick change. They then brought in Brian Adams and made Crush. Crush then showed up. Darso became Repo Man, and Tenure went back to put on five star matches with Kobashi and Kawada. <laughs> There's the rant of the night. From high spots to low blows, Popping a Squared Circle covers all your professional wrestling news, rumors, and more. Check us out right here every Wednesday at 9 p.m. on WBLC Radio. We got big balls! Who's got big balls? We got big balls! And I've got big balls! And she's got big balls! We got big balls! We've got balls! This is WBLZ Sports. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, my name is Nick Piccarelli. I am the mad scientist of sports. Join me and the rest of the Inscriber Radio Network live on WBLZSports.com, where we got balls. Doug Peffer painting a pressure washing. You know, Chad, he has over 30 years of painting experience. He's interior, exterior, commercial, or residential. Doug Peffer covers it all. Is your house looking ugh? We'll call on Doug. Doug Peffer Painting and Pressure Washing, 404-966-3361. Mention WBLZ Sports and get a special We've Got Balls discount. That's Doug Peffer Painting and Pressure Washing, 404-966-3361. You have no marvelous. Marvelous? Marvelous! You're having on marvelous! Because we've got balls. WBLZ Sports. Welcome back. You're listening to the County Fantasy Sports Podcast on WBLZ Sports. Let's get right into the Rams at Bucks. Gurley, you know, it might just be because I own him. I've got a feeling he's going to show us why he was considered as a top back coming into the year. I agree 100%. I think it's going to happen. I hope it happens. I think it will. If it doesn't, I'm going to be very disappointed. <laughs> And I might panic and sell him for dirt cheap. Right. I have him as my number two running back this week. Kind of a leap of faith, but I'm I'm cool with it. I've got him at five, I believe. But I think the upside, he might hit a ceiling. I think he could. Very well could. As I said, quarterback situation is irrelevant until further notice. Kenny Britt, has he entered, you know, at least the flex consideration category? With, no, no, not by my standards. No? No. Just because wide receiver is so deep. It, it is. It's crazy deep. It is. 
I mean, in deeper leagues, he might might be able to reach it, right? Maybe. I mean, he's put together two solid games. Yes. We'll see. I mean, I, if it came down to it and I had to do it, I'd do it. I just wouldn't feel good about it. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Tavon Austin, kind of in the same boat. He's not put it together yeah. yet. So, if you guys start him as your flex, okay, but not feeling too great about it until we see him put together a solid game or two. Two, preferably. <laughs> Nowhere to go but up for Winston. So Sure. That's very <laughs> encouraging. It can only get better. Hopefully. Hopefully he doesn't go out there and throw five picks. <laughs> if he does, I'm sorry. Uh, Mike Evans, I've got him as top ten receiver this week. Yeah, me too. Should be solid. He's been solid in some tough games so far, so why not just keep on riding that dog while it's hot? Right. Charles Sims. What do you what do you see Charles Sims as since he's got the opportunity to prove himself right here? Doug Martin, it says three ish weeks. We'll see what that means. Yeah. But, I have that anywhere from like three to five in my book. But I have Charles Sims at sixteen this week. Sixteen standard scoring. Yeah. Solid running back there. Yeah. That's why we got him as also. So starting, this is gonna this is a pretty decent matchup. I think he gets the Panthers soon. Hmm. That kind of sucks. I think it might be next week. Okay. <clears throat> oh, yeah, that does suck. <laughs> yeah. But he's got a floor. He can do it all. Catch the ball, run the ball. Hopefully we see the guy that we seen last year who led the league in yards per touch. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see that. Tight ends, don't want anything to do with them. Nope. Vincent Jackson, eh. He can have a solid game, but I'm never going to feel comfortable starting a Vincent Jackson. <laughs> no. And if you're in deeper leagues, like a deep PPR league, um, what's this guy's name? Adam Humphreys. Mm-hmm. He's had two pretty good. He yeah. has. He has, I will agree. But moving on to the 49ers at the Seahawks. Gabbert and his floor like no other. He might struggle this week. Yeah. Seattle at home is deadly. We said the same thing last week, though, against Carolina. Yeah. But I I get it. Seattle is a different animal at home usually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Steve's too good at home. I want no part of him. If I can avoid it, hopefully you didn't draft Blaine Gabbert as your starter. If you did, I'm sorry. Wow. I just want to know how. (laughs) Yeah. You waited a real long time at quarterback. Didn't even draft quarterback, from what it sounds like. (laughs) Went two kickers instead of quarterbacks. <laughs> um, want no part of Carlos Hyde, if possible. Mm-hmm. You'll probably have him. I don't know where you've got him ranked. I'm assuming it's probably in the 20-ish. Yeah, I have him in the 20s. Yeah. If you can avoid starting him, I'd bench him. But if you have no better options, you've got to plug him in. I think Curly, I think he could be a solid option in PPR. think so? I do. I think he can catch quite a few balls. Against this offense, I mean this defense. My bad. Just more of a gut feeling. Gut feeling. To be honest, I was wondering if you were going to explain that because I want nothing to do with any of these San Francisco players I mean, at all. I don't want to start Jeremy Curley, but I think he can be <laughs> a decent, solid play in PPR. A lot of questions surrounding this Seahawks offense. We kind of mentioned that last episode. You're going to want to monitor Doug Baldwin's status. It looks like Lockett is good. I've not seen him on the injury report. Mm-hmm. Left the game with the injury, came back, finished it up. So, good to go. Love him this week, especially if Baldwin misses. 
True. Yeah, that'll definitely help. I don't think Baldwin's going to miss that. I don't think he will, but there's always that possibility. Who knows? This sure. questionable yeah. stuff is just confusing me. Yeah. And really looking forward to see how Jimmy Graham progresses as weeks go by. Maybe he can re-enter that at least low-end tight end one. Yeah, definitely. Anything else in that game? Yeah, um, I know yesterday the Seahawks tried out three different running backs, so that may indicate that Rawls might not be good to go. They drafted 500 running backs. They may not like what they have. (laughs) I think uh, Prosas missed last game. Yeah, I think he did. So maybe he's dealing with something too. Maybe. Yeah, they just uh, tried out three running backs, or worked out three running backs from what I read. So that does indicate that Rawls probably won't play. And Christian Michael, I think, should be uh, top 20 running back this week. Yeah, I mean, look at what Fozzie Whitaker did against yeah. the Niners. So, I like that. I like that a lot. Moving on to the Jets at Chiefs. Not feeling great about Marshall this game. This I, I don't, but it's based on just his health. Yeah, the health, yeah. That's what's got me. I'm hoping that they just sit him because I don't want a, I don't want 50% of Brandon Marshall out there. If he does play, I it's going to be hard to bench Brandon Marshall just yeah. because in the past, whenever he's played hurt, he catches touchdowns. Yeah. It's like, and especially last week, you can go back as like as short as that. Yeah. He left the game with what looked like a, yeah. a season ending injury and comes back and lights it up. Yep. I, I'm just hoping that they sit him. <laughs> That's just me being selfish. Really? I read Decker kind of dealing with a slight shoulder issue. I don't yeah. know if he's on the injury report or anything. I heard that too. But I think he can have a real nice game, yeah. regardless of whether Marshall or is in or out. He's looked good so far. He's probably the highest scoring Jets receiver in fantasy so far. Yeah, he is. He catches Definitely. touchdowns like crazy. Yeah. Probably flirting with top 20 wide receiver in Decker this week, if I had to guess. Oh, yeah, I have him at 15, and I feel great about that. I like it. I like it. Assuming the noon was a full go, I like him a lot, too. Yeah. And he is still on waiver wires. Like, they processed in most leagues. Yeah. And I don't put in claims in a lot of leagues just because I try to get the number one priority. Mm-hmm. And I was on there today and seen him in a few leagues. I was like, dude, this guy has lit it up. Why is nobody picking him up? I'm in the dilemma of, in one league where I've got roster restrictions, I've got Moncrief, who was going to miss, what, five to... Four to six weeks. Four to six weeks. Yep. Got him. He's dead weight right now. It's him and Lockett are on my bench. Anun was out there. I want to pick him up, but I've got to cut probably Moncrief if I want to pick him up. And I don't. Uh, you I don't want to cut Lockett. Like you're that confident yeah, in him going forward. I like Tyler Lockett, and he's healthy, so well, <laughs> he wins by default. But well, I'm in that dilemma, and um, it's it's a tough decision. But Forte, he's a stud. Plug him in. Forget about him. Yeah. Fourth ranked running back for me this Fourth, week. Fourth, five, and six. So, Forte's awesome. Blah, pal. Sorry, guy. I don't know, man. I hate that. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Chiefs, hope they turn it around. This is uh, not the best of matchups. No, this isn't really a great matchup mm-hmm. at all. But... I know we're talking about the Chiefs, not a very explosive team, you know, not one to hit the big play, but Jets got burnt last week. 
Yeah. Multiple times. Multiple times. The question is, who's going to be that guy to do it? Though. I mean, Jeremy Macklin used to be able to do that stuff. He used to. Yeah. He's, he's got a little age to him. So yeah. And uh, if all goes according to plan, I think we'll be seeing the, the debut of Jamal Charles this week. Jamal Charles, yeah. really? Yeah. I mean, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't play him. So they uh, made a lot of progress. I haven't read anything, you know, today, though. Today, he... Leaders. Ran with the practice squad or oh. the scout team, scout team again. Nice. So I don't want to disregard what I said. <laughs> he he ran with them last week too. So that he probably not gonna play this week if I had to guess. But hey, I've been wrong several times <laughs> so far this year, and we're only two weeks in. But I really like Macklin in this game. If he gets the volume that we've been seeing, I think he's gonna have a real big week. I would not be surprised if he hit seven for one thirty and then a touch. Wow, very specific. Yeah, you have a time machine, don't you? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Kelsey, he's had a rough start, but you gotta keep plugging him in. Yeah, got to. I know it's frustrating, but whenever the big game comes, it's probably gonna be a two touchdown game, and you're gonna feel like a dummy for benching him. <laughs> so just keep plugging him in. It'll come alive whenever the offense really turns it around. Now, you mentioned Charles. I'm, I'm assuming that your rankings assume <laughs> Yeah, they Charles. on that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Even if, where did you have Charles ranked? Just I curious. had Jamal Charles at 19. 19? So yeah. you had him as the D guy? Yeah, pretty much. I, I kind of, like, I said if Charles returns, I still think where's the guy you want to start. Because hmm. I don't think they're going to just bring Jamal Charles in and Throw him out there and him be the Jamal Charles of old. I think they're going to work him in slowly. Well, and that's understandable. He's too busy buying video games. He posts stuff on social media with video games all the time. Does he? Yeah. Why? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but moving on to the Chargers at the Colts. Start Rivers, this Colts defense pretty bad. Melvin Gordon. Why don't you share where you got Melvin Gordon yeah, this ranked? this is the guy I was referring to whenever I was talking about player goggles. But I have Melvin Gordon as a top 12 running back this week. I'm right there with you. I I've see got no reason to, you know, ignore it. No. Good matchup. Good player. He's going to get the reps. Going to get a no ton of reps. pressure behind him. Job is his. Travis Benjamin, I like him a lot. If there's a way that you can get him in your lineup, I highly recommend doing so. Yeah, I have him as a top 30 wide receiver this week. I've got him up there, too. He's in that 25 to 30 range mm-hmm. for me. <clears throat> uh, What about, was it, Terrell Williams? Tyrell Williams. Yeah. I think that's how you're going to pronounce it. Uh, He's a wide receiver four for me. Uh, Kind of a high-end wide receiver four. He's one of those guys I'm struggling with yeah. to rank. Yeah, I, I, w- I want to see more. He just had, what, two catches last week? I can't remember. I think the stat line was around two catches for 60 yards and a touchdown. I'm going to look that up and verify real quick. Gotcha. I'll talk about Antonio Gates while you do that. Probably have to start Gates if you ask me. You probably drafted him as a starter. And it may be rough in the yardage category, but he should get at least one or two scoring opportunities in this game. So maybe you can come away with five catches for... 50 yards and a touchdown or two. Yeah, if you can get a touchdown with Antonio Gates, then it's obviously a good start. Mm -hmm. And Tyrell's numbers were three for 61 and a touchdown. Gotcha. So, I mean, I kind of want to see a little more volume before I jump the gun. Yeah. 
understandable. Very understandable. Luck should be a good start this week. Kind of throw away last week. He went against that Broncos defense. Yeah. That's just you can't tough. Hold that against him at all. No, and he had, like we mentioned earlier, Dante Moncrief went down. He went down early. Yeah. So without one of his weapons, you can't really hold that against him. Should be fine. Just plug him in. Forget about him. I think Gore's going to be solid in this game. Yeah, I do too. Where you got Gore ranked? I have him at 11. 11. I think I've got him at like 14 or something like that. So solid. He'll be high-end running back two for me, low-end running back one for you. It's going to be really interesting to see how these receivers are used mm-hmm. with Moncrief yeah, this missing. Yeah, this is hard to rank. Yes, yeah. Hilton and especially Dorsett now. Mm-hmm. But I have Hilton as borderline top 20. I think he'll see more Moncrief routes, Moncrief routes than uh, he's used to seeing, so that'll help his case a little bit. I don't know if Brett's going to shadow him necessarily. But that doesn't help his case at all. Dorsett, <laughs> on the other hand, I have him as a high end wide receiver four. I don't want to put him in the wide receiver three category just yet. Mm-hmm. But he he has that big play potential, and he very well could burn that Charger secondary. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Tight ends, Dwayne Allen. Yep. You um, like him? I do. Where you got him? Five. 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 Is there something behind that? No, it's a good matchup. Probably see a lot of red zone reps from Indianapolis. There's a good chance they can find the end zone. Andrew Luck loves them in the red zone. Yeah. Okay, cool. I like that. Didn't really think he'd be that high in your rankings. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on to the Steelers at the Eagles. The big three, Antonio, now D'Angelo, <laughs> and... Big Ben, I think they'll show out, do just fine. Yep. D'Angelo's my top running back this week for good reason. Yeah. Getting a ton of work. This this will be the last week you get him, so smoke him while you got him. Yeah. Is uh, Brown your top wide receiver as well? Yes, he is my number one wide receiver this right. week. I have Roethlisberger at four in my quarterback ranking. So, yeah, like you said, all three of these guys should be – Mm-hmm. Uh, very very good this week and if you have a Roethlisberger Antonio Brown stack I think this is likely going to be a ceiling of what you're going to see this year I like that I like that and if you're desperate at tight end Jesse James is showing to be a decent option there yeah yeah definitely I actually want to talk about the tight end for the opposing team though Trey Burton go he, right ahead he put up solid numbers last week filling in for Zach Ertz I think he could be a of one of those plug-and-play kind of guys, just somebody to get off the waiver wire. In the county leagues, Fuller, like, I'll probably end up picking him up just because I have him at 13th and 12 guys ahead of him. Where are you in the order? I'm fourth, but I'm going to use a wa- waiver claim on him. I might. Do it. <laughs> do it. Please do. <laughs> Go all the way to the back of the line for Trey Burton for a few weeks. I'll get him and drop him right before kickoff. <laughs> <laughs> That's just wrong. <laughs> We're the ethics. <laughs> Okay, I can get down with that. That's cool. Yeah, it seemed to be or seemed to have something going with Carson Wentz last week mm-hmm. in Chicago. Wentz, I think, um, solid football player. I really like him going forward, but yeah. I'm not ready to consider him as a option to start in fantasy just yet. It, we can probably get there. Yeah, I have him as at 18. This 18. Yeah, I mean it's not a terrible matchup, and you know, he, like you said, he's a good football player. Yeah. Yes, very impressed with what he did last week on the road in Detroit. I mean, not Detroit, in Chicago. 
Prime time, too. Yeah. I like that. This will likely be the four o'clock game of the week, if I had to guess. Probably. Just because of the uh, Pennsylvania rivalry. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not feeling very good for Ryan Matthews at the moment. No, I'm not either. Pittsburgh's run defense has been pretty good. They have. They have. This defense has improved a lot since early last year. Yeah, big time. And the Sproles thing still has me shook. I don't know what's going on <laughs> there. Completely. I don't know if it was just because rookie quarterback on the road, hostile environment, let's get our veteran reliable guy out there, or if Sproles is actually going to be the main guy in this offense in the backfield and Matthews is going to turn into a touchdown dependent guy. <laughs> Not at all what I expected. I figured yeah. Matthews would be run into the ground until he just broke. I didn't think Darren Sproles would make the 53 man roster for being quite honest. I mean, wasn't there trade talks or I didn't see any of that. I just figured he was going to be one of the guys to get cut because Barner had a great preseason yeah. and Smallwood, they used to pick on him. So mm-hmm. I mean, obviously they want to see him. He was yeah. hurt for the preseason, though. They wanted to hang on to him to see what yeah. he turned into. Which I think he's returning kicks now, Ed. Yeah. Yep. So, Sproles has just threw me off, and he's one of my favorite players in the league. <laughs> just kind of threw a wrench in everything, though. Uh, Jordan Matthews, solid play. Yeah. Even though I hate the guy. Top 20 play. Solid. Should get volume and should have opportunities to score in this one. But other than that, you brought up the tight end. That's yeah. about it. Yeah. That's about it. Bears at Cowboys. My opinion, my personal opinion, Alshon is quarterback proof, so start him. Yeah. And it's not like Corey's a terrible quarterback. No. He just got a bad rep for A, the playoff game, and how he you know unraveled the end of the season last <laughs> yeah. year. That playoff game was horrendous. Mm-hmm. But at least he, he's smart enough to know, like you said, on the – or. Yesterday's podcast, he's smart enough to know that Alshon's the best player on the field. Mm-hmm. He's going to get him the football. Absolutely. But other than that, in this passing offense, I don't really care to have anybody. Zach Miller might be a decent option. I'm not sure. Though. I'm not buying into Zach Miller this week. No. But Jeremy Langford, my analysis for him remains the same each week. <laughs> Terrible football player relies on volume. He'll he can have a decent week against the Cowboys because they, they try scoring with the running game whenever they get in the red zone. So he can come away with a touchdown. It will be interesting to see if Jordan Howard gets more reps after last week. Yeah, this is the first week I've actually put him in my top 50 running back. Nice. Just based on that and what we saw against Philadelphia. That was terrible. Nice. Dak, he could be solid here. Yeah. I think against this defense at home. Loving Zeke this week. I think he's in for a nice day. I don't know. Chicago's run defense is pretty decent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but they held Lamar Miller to, what, like 100 yards off of like 30-something carries, yeah. though, and uh, Ryan Matthews last week. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have him at, let's see, seven this week. Zeke? Yeah, Zeke at seven this week. I'm not ready to put him as a top five guy because, I mean, Bears' run defense is low-key pretty good. Mm-hmm. I've got him at six, but I think that he has a real nice day. Okay. Ryan Matthews found the end zone twice. So, oh, yeah. I think you're probably going to get your 20-something for 70, 80 yards. I think he finds the end zone. 
once, maybe That's even twice. Yeah, at least you're acknowledging that uh, Matthews was a touchdown defender last week, and you know that, yeah. that'll be where Zeke's points come from. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You're starting Dez, for sure. Yeah, yeah, too. It's gonna be tough to rank him because week one was awful, and week two, hey, <laughs> where'd you come from? Where do you have him ranked? Where do I have Dez ranked? I got him at thirteen. I'm at sixteen. 16? Yeah. 13 right now. Really don't want to move him up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to move him up in mine either. Uh, but I think he's a good at 16, though, for mm. me, at least. And if he has another game with these amount of targets and this production, maybe he can get back up there flirting with the top 10 again. Yeah. Maybe Witten. Maybe you can start Witten this week. It was kind of discouraging seeing all the targets go back to Dez <laughs> just after so many went to Witten and old Cole Beasley. Mm-hmm. But that's about it from that game. Falcons at Saints. I'm going to make this real simple. I'm using the same logic I had when Saints played Giants. I want as much of this game as I can get. Mm-hmm. The big difference for this game compared to last week's was Saints are at home. Yeah, and that, that'll that probably play in effect. I think we will see a shootout. So I like everybody in this game. Mm-hmm. May, not Kobe Flinger. I don't want any part of Kobe <laughs> Flinger. But everybody else, I think uh, Jacob Tammy is a really good start this week. Yeah, yeah. I have him as a uh, 10 right now. 10? Yeah. I like that. I think he's a real good start this week. Mm-hmm. But... If you want to add anything to that game, go for it. Uh, where do you have Freeman ranked? Freeman? Yeah. I've got him and Coleman back-to-back at, I want to say, 17 and 18. Wow. So you're not even – you're just playing it like that. You're not doing like one higher. You're not taking a shot no. on anybody. I'm no. taking a shot on Freeman. Really? This is the game where he gains the role. He's going to be using the red zone since Tevin Coleman dropped that pass last week. That can't go – that's got to be noticed. Mm-hmm. and. You got to know Freeman is a better pass catcher out of the two. Dan Quinn's got to know that, so he's going to plug him in. And like you said, this has the makings of a shootout. I expect Matt Ryan to have a really good game. Um, Julio Jones, I have him as my number three wide receiver. Very well could end up being my number two wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mark Ingram, we didn't mention him. Mm-mm. I have him at four this week. Nice. Yeah, I'm calling it. I've so. got him in my top ten. I, I think it – He's got to find the end zone in this game at least once. Got to. Yep, I agree. But I think uh, both of those Falcon backs are going to have pretty decent days. Yeah. I think they'll both eclipse 10 points each. Yeah, but I, I just think Freeman makes more of an impact on the game to shift the weight in his favor. Understand. Understandable. I can get behind that, I suppose. But that wraps it up for us, man. That is week three yep. in the books. We got that head-to-head matchup this week too. Yes, we do. Going down. <laughs> yes, we do. But be sure to check out the website www.thecountyfs.com. You'll find our rankings there. They're posted. Go look for them. If you've got questions on, do you start this guy or this guy? Check the rankings. Easiest way to get it solved. Jared's even does a flex ranking. So if you've got running back, receiver, tight end questions. You know, do I start this running back over this wide receiver? Check the flex rankings. That does it for us. Be sure to tune back in Wednesday at 5 o'clock for the recap show.
Other than that, I'm your host, Hayden Gibson, co-host Jared Chastain. Peace.